0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 138. I think this is
1: 138.
0: 138, yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> of the Did Peak of podcast. The oh, I didn't. No, you haven't in a while.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll
0: do that real quick. Uh, 138 of the Peak strandy podcast. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Emelson, and joining me, we have my co-host, Annamalie. Hello. And uh, this week dragonflight came out and uh uh, i mean i actually haven't talked with you yet about your experience with it but i I, if it were up up to me i would say you know spoilers it's good
1: yeah uh yeah no uh quick one-liner it's been fine we'll say uh good good expansion launch so far um so yeah i've had fun so far i'll say in brief. Um, we'll get into it, but in brief.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much the topic for today. Like, uh, new expansion release. What, what do you expect us to talk about? Um, so that's what we're doing this week. Uh, before we get into that, we do have some class tuning. And under normal circumstances, I would actually say just skip this and we just talk about the expansion launch. But there's changes for Weaver and Brewmaster. So we need to talk about that. So
1: Let's go through it. Um, we can start, I can start with the Mistsweaver ones first. So these are all things that go into effect with your next reset. So with the weekly reset, so Tuesday NA, Wednesday EU, and then Thursday in uh, Asia. Um, and uh, yeah, so the Mistsweaver got a couple of changes. First up, Awakened Phaeline Spinning Crane Kick now heals three nearby enemies, or allies, sorry, for 60% of the damage done was 50. So a, a slight increase in the Spinning Crane Kick healing from Awakened Just saw which is okay. Um, the Vivify Heal to Primary Target increased by twenty percent. Actually, one of the largest changes. Very good. Yeah. Um, Peaceful Mending uh, now increases the healing received by enveloping mist or renewing mist by fifteen and thirty uh, percent. Was ten and twenty percent, so slight increase. Uh, if you take Peaceful Mending, that was um, the is that that's the capstone in our tree, I believe, um, or what? Not the capstone, but one of the ones um, high up in the class tree, right?
0: That sounds right to me, but honestly, I couldn't tell you. Uh yeah, left I don't, side I is, never remember it, it's on the left side and the left side is dead, so I don't look at it. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Oh, I'm sorry, peaceful
1: Mending is actually in the the monk or the mystery of a specific tree over okay. by Bone Dust Brew. We never actually take it. It's a nice little increase. I maybe you take it now. We'll see. Um and then Yulan's Whisper now heals five targets, was six, so one reduced target, but the healing is increased by 15%. So um, a solid round of changes uh, in terms of healing, particularly in five-man dungeons. So pretty much all of these are really focused on the five-man or the small group healing for Miss They'll have, of course, some benefit in raids, but the large, the, the most of the benefit will come from doing your Mythic Plus, your Mythic Pluses, Mythic Zeros, and things like that. So the Elon's yeah. Whisper change is nice. Um, the Vivify main heal is nice, um, particularly because Vivify has felt most people have said it's felt weak. I'll also say. I sort of agree that Vivify at least has felt weak. There's been enough other healing you can do um, to sort of cover it up right now and sort of the easier content, but um, has felt a little lackluster. Um, but yeah, solid, we'll say five-man changes. Um, doesn't yeah. really change anything in a raid, though. Um, I
0: think the so. only like noteworthy thing in raid, really, is that Vivify change because that just means that your triage healing um, with Vivify is just 20% better. And that's that's not a small number. No, no. So it is a it is a solid sort of yes uh, at least
1: single target upgrade for us, but um but yeah you'll you'll definitely you'll probably feel that more in five mans anyway, uh versus raids. But yeah, definitely a nice little boost. Um the Elon's whisper change is actually really nice, I'd say in five mans. It becomes actually really good,
0: we'll say in five mans. So yeah, uh, so yeah. uh Brewmaster also got the change, and this is actually a fairly significant change. Um with ups and downs. Uh, and that is that Brewmaster's Balance, which is our like tank passive, um, now grants 45% increased stamina instead of 30%. This brings it uh, up closer to other classes. Um, so for reference, Protection Paladins had 45% before actually this round of tuning, which is also buffing theirs, but by a much smaller amount.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and what this does is well i think what the intent is is that this helps us deal with uh magic damage um this gives us more literal health to just absorb that magic ticking damage before Mm -hmm. it kills us you know that gives it time to be healed either from our own abilities or from healer abilities um and in that regard, it is going to do that. It's going to give us another 10-ish percent health, and um, it's going to be good. But then also, uh, slight downside, uh, it's going to decrease the rate at which we spawn Gift of the Ox orbs. Oh no. <laughs> Once again, Gift of the Ox strikes back. <laughs> um, so... This is a, uh, you know, whatever percent HP this ends up working out to a uh, ballpark. It's like 8% or 10%. Um, mm-hmm. it's also going to decrease the rate at which we gain gift of the ox orbs by the same amount. Um, I will note that when we got the undocumented brewmaster changes that buffed gift of the ox healing, let me see if I can find that number real quick when we got that, um, Gift of the Ox actually got buffed by more than 40%. So, like, the the one-to-one that would have maintained it with the previous HP buffs or HP changes would have been a 40% buff to Gift of the Ox.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so we're actually still net positive with that because it was a 60% buff. Okay. And now we're we're losing basically another, like, 10-ish percent spawn rate. Um, but that's still net positive with the 60% buff that we got to Gift of the Ox, which makes me wonder a little bit if these like changes were already in the works and just like not quite fine-tuned yet.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Um so like it's it's it is a good change. It is it is a buff. It's going to help with our biggest weakness which is magic damage. Mm-hmm. Um it is not going to suddenly make us like a blood decay or a demon hunter that, you know, just kind of has great tools to deal with that. But yeah. it 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 does help. Um, it does help.
1: Nice, nice. Very cool. And those are that goes in with reset too, right? That is an archive. Yes. drive.
0: Yeah, that okay. that is I believe. Uh, yeah, that's part of the the I think it was
1: part of, yeah, yes, same as the same maintenance, notes as the mystery
0: One. Weekly maintenance December sixth in North America, December seventh in EU, and December eighth in uh, Asia.
1: Nice very nice yeah so i think some some solid we'll say first week buffs to to misleavers and brewmasters, um which is maybe i guess a good thing there's a ton of other changes too like fire mages got yeah ton of ton of like just increases in damage like a couple other classes got uh some some adjustments but
0: i almost forgot one other very very relevant change that is not under the monk section but it is very relevant for brewmasters Tanks generate 650% threat now instead of 550%.
1: They just need to
0: get, like... Legion numbers were, like, 950%. We're creeping up there. We're, like, we're getting there. Um, And so, I mean, they literally put it in the dev notes. This is a 15%-ish increase to threat. Um, The goal, per the dev notes, is to make it easier to hold threat versus a DPS uh, character's burst. This Mm -hmm. comes up a lot. Uh, A lot of classes actually have burst cooldowns that they either didn't have before or that they're now much spikier than before. So there's, you know, there's the Fury Warrior problem that we had for a long time that now pops up a lot more because a lot more classes have access to that kind of thing. And when people are staggering those, you know, player, you know, Arcane Mage A does their burst on pack one and Arcane Mage B does it on pack two. The tank only has one set of the cooldowns to deal with that so even if right. the tanks using their dps cooldowns to deal with the threat issue they can't cool down every time a dps does because there's three dps and only one tank right um, right right yeah so this is another step in the right direction we'll see how it plays out
1: nice nice um well cool yeah i mean i think i think some solid just changes all around this first week which hopefully bodes well for like the way that blizzard's going to start sort of putting together changes going to the next couple weeks um particularly now that they won't have that heroic week buffer to to sort of do the raid version of these changes
0: yeah um we'll see we'll see how that goes <laughs> yeah i i guess we'll get to my thoughts on brewmaster right now uh later when we talk about dungeons mm-hmm. yeah yeah like, we can talk about how the, how the
1: classes felt yeah
0: yeah uh but before we get to that uh the, the, the expansion came out last monday it's literally been almost exactly a week um yeah,
1: a week and two hours basically two and a two and a half hours basically yeah, yeah since it launched
0: um how was release day
1: uh it was it was good actually so i i i had not planned on being online right at six i had my the whole kids put into bed and everything and funnily enough my wife actually was like hey i'll take care of the kids tonight you just go play games and i was like Okay, what's this gonna cost me? Um it didn't cost <laughs> anything. she was just really, really nice. It was funny, it was awesome. She's I mean, she's super cool. I mean, um, a so reason you married her, right? Yeah, exactly well, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I couldn't I couldn't get any I couldn't get any higher, man, hit the peak there with her. <laughs> um so uh so no. Um so no, so yeah, so I was on actually right at six. Um, got stuck in a little bit of a loading loop for probably like the first like 15, 20 minutes, like basically boat wouldn't load the next zone, get a bunch of instance aborted stuff, which I think a bunch of people hit, um, right at the start. Um, but then, yeah, it was a part of like, you know, as soon as the boat got in, got to leveling and honestly it was, it was really smooth. I mean, I think ultimately like we, like I, I, leveled with one of my other buddies that we, we have the past two or three expansions and, um, yeah, we got ahead of the pack pretty early. And honestly, didn't see another set of players until we got to like the end of the whatever the finals. I can never say the new zone names. Whatever the finals. Yeah, Yeah, Thaldrasis in like the Chromie time area. We started to see a bunch more like Alliance players because we were in mode and stuff. But no, I mean, other than that, it was it was dead. We were we were quick. Um, Not a lot of slowdowns. I think we we ended up losing maybe like twenty or thirty minutes to oh. We did lose about 30 minutes to getting stuck in a, in a quest or in a, uh, in a, um, cinematic loop at the oh. end of, at the end of, uh, the, what was it waking, how many need to pull up these zone names. The, whatever the first zone is called. Yeah. Um, yeah. Waking. There shore. was like, yeah. Waking shore. There was like that fire area that like you do. There's like a, yeah you, you assault it and there's like a cinematic that plays, but if you got there early enough, what ended up happening is, is like you, you'd watch the full cinematic, but then you wouldn't load to the next area. But because you were installing the trigger area for the cinematic, you would just you, rewatch you get the cinematic.
0: Back, you would watch the cinematic again.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we got caught in that. But other than that, I mean, it was that was probably the biggest issue. And it, other, than, other than that, it was super smooth. We, I, I hit seventy night one. We hit seventy. Started at like six p.m. Eastern. I hit seventy like twelve thirty. So it took us about six six and a half hours. Um, with all the little all the stops and starts and stuff like that. So I'm really not. I had leveled to getting dragon riding and that was the extent of my beta leveling. I, I didn't go yeah. any further. So everything else was new beyond that. But um it was fun. It was uh, all the zones seemed really cool. I, I like to be fair, I'm actually going back and doing a bunch of the side quests I skipped um yeah. in the different areas. So um I had a blast. It was uh, it was the shortest, I think, leveling experience we've had, and I I kinda liked it. <laughs> I don't know, like I kinda was just long enough that you get introduced all the zones but not like the 24-hour slog that i remember like going through like cataclysm would have been right or or some of the older expansions
0: yeah it i have very mixed feelings on that um and i don't want to spend too much time on that particular thing right now yeah because we could be on that tangent forever
2: um
0: (laughs) speaking of forever uh i was not able to log in at all (laughs) oh no um so i lost track of time a little bit on day of uh and so it's like 5 50. i'm like oh expansion is about to release let me go log in no Uh ah um i could not get to character select for something like three hours
1: oh Uh, jesus
0: and then i couldn't actually get into the game until basically midnight so right around the time you were hitting level 70 yeah. I actually got to finally log in and play the game. Um, and that is that is the cost of being on Area 52. Uh, we transferred yeah. our guild to Area 52 knowing that this might happen. And it did. Yeah. Um, but uh, it ended up being okay. I didn't hit 70 until Wednesday because the Area 52 stuff just continued to be extremely unstable through Tuesday. Yeah. Um, and what I actually ended up doing, it was it was unstable on Wednesday too. But um, what I actually did on Wednesday is I have a flexible work schedule. So after our morning meeting, um, I, like, did a little bit of work and then went and played WoW during the day when fewer people <laughs> were online yeah, and yeah, then yeah. worked in the evening <laughs> because <laughs> I can awesome. do that. Yeah, um, that so awesome. that let me actually, like, get in and play the game and not take 30 seconds to loot each mob, which yeah. – um, Makes leveling very slow if you have to loot items from the mobs, and it just takes forever to actually do so. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, if you want fun. to experience what my like first few days of playing Dragonflight was like, go to Azure Span. Basically, anytime.
1: <laughs> that's true. That is true. The place is yeah laggy as heck. Yeah, that's. Oh, I forgot you guys moved to Area fifty two. Um, yeah, that's Yeah, I mean I've, I heard I heard reports that like a couple of people in our guild. So Ganus was was generally fine other than like the initial like instance not found on load right we had a couple of guys in our guild get like uh folks get kicked off line for like 30 minutes or something and like get that like blue bar not moving right yeah. thing um but other than that i mean we mount ganas was fairly solid some loot lag but yeah nothing too crazy um not like yeah, i heard reports like illidan being bad area 52 being bad um even uh was it sargeras is the big alliance server that one being yeah. a little bit, a little bit rough. So, yeah, we were no major issues. So, um, yeah, leveled, yeah, leveled level through it all. So, on the, I will say that the like once you unlock dragon riding, like that is just so yeah. so much
0: fun, so uh, much fun. I don't, I don't know if okay. we want to talk about that here. Um, There's one thing I want to talk about, actually, kind of connecting dragon riding and leveling. Yeah. So, one of the things, the issues that I have with like the post cataclysm leveling is that they stripped out this piece of the gameplay, which was like trying to figure out how to get where you want to go. Like there's two mm-hmm. pieces of the navigation kind of mini game to leveling. One is figuring out where the heck you're supposed to go and then figuring out how to get there. Yep. Um, and I generally am of the opinion that when they removed the first piece in RAF by just baking in the like quest helper add on to the game that tells you where you need to go, Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I as far as i'm concerned that's like 95 percent positive as far as changes go but yeah. then the other piece of like removing the question of how you actually like get to the place that you know you need to go um it, i'm much more like negative on and basically since cataclysm their zone design has not really presented you with any questions about like how you get from point a to point b it's very easy you yeah, don't right. have to think about it. You pretty much either Ball walk path. in a straight line or there's a road or it's just like but sometimes there's a like a cutscene or a um like the stupid rocket from Badlands down to to <laughs> uh, Swamp of Sorrows or yeah. from Eastern King or Eastern Plague Lands down to Badlands. Like it's they just removed the 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 whole that whole piece of the gameplay. They removed yeah. it. Dragon writing in a sneaky way actually reintroduces it because their zone design with this is way more challenging is a weird word to use, but I think it's an appropriate one. Um, In that it's not just like trivial walk in a straight line to get to where you want to go in a lot of cases Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or like you could, but you could also dragon ride. Which is so much cooler. And by introducing that like i guess in theory a lot of times you could these new zones they have a lot of vertical elements to them so sometimes you literally can't there's a huge you know canyon between you and where you need to go so you have to dragon ride it's not super complex it's not like hard this is not you know oh. nobody's going to quit the game because they can't figure out how to get to the place they're trying to go But it just like introduces that little bit of, hmm, let me open my map and like look at this. Or, you know, zoom around on my dragon for a little bit and figure out where where I'm supposed to land for this. You know, that kind of thing. And I think that adds a a lot of fun to the leveling experience that is not present in like Shadowlands or BFA.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so and I think, I mean, to me, the other nice part about this is we started talking about leveling and dragon riding is that like all the unlocks for it like in terms of like the talents and sort of the increases you get are account wide which means like i logged in my druid and i dragon rode off the initial boat that you come in to like that's so the waking shore on which is like it just like it doesn't it makes the leveling experience like quicker but still to your point doesn't remove that sort of like navigation or like even exploration sort of part of it right of like yeah hey like i see that cool vista or that cool mountain let me like fly around it and check it out right or yeah you know can i get to the top of this mountain with like my little dragon which getting that final dragon token or whatever at the top of the mountain and whatever the last the, the fourth zone is is like was not easy
0: yeah yeah <laughs>
1: like to get
0: up there so um i actually i am fairly happy with where they landed on the tuning of dragon writing um, where like you start off and you have your three vigor and it takes like 30 seconds on the ground for it to recharge and like 15 seconds in the air moving at high speed for it to recharge mm-hmm. and then by the ends when you're you've got everything it's like 10 seconds to recharge on the ground five seconds in the air you have six vigor but it's not enough that it is like trivial
1: Right, yeah. I still run out like all my druid, I'll still run out of vigor as I go around herbing, like or, or mining, right? Cause yeah, that's what my druid does. Like, uh, there'll still be points where I'm like, oh, I screwed up, like, I didn't get enough exactly. momentum and I just went straight up, and now yeah. I'm floating and I'm out of vigor, right?
0: The so. uh, the the vigor and like reduced time it takes to recharge the vigor while you're at high speeds gives you a lot of leeway once you're comfortable with it to like make small mistakes and still keep flying which is good i think that's like for something we're going to be doing a lot of i think that's a really good thing um it just removes the little like oops i made a small mistake i'm plummeting to my death or not death because you can land safely on your dragon from any height at any speed but um you know i'm not gonna have to like crash into the ground and sit there for a minute and a half waiting for vigor to recharge to get back on on my path. Yeah. The upgrades just prevent that. Uh but you can still like make a major oopsie and uh just like crash land. Uh which oh, yeah. I have definitely done. Yeah. I will say one thing that Dragon
1: Riding has not taught me yet, but I, I need to learn this is that like because of the high rate of speed you move at, like I don't look at where I'm landing, right? Because I'm used to like on any mount, just like getting low and stopping right before before at the ground before there's any mobs around me and just being okay. And so there have been a couple of times, particularly in the Waking Shore and like the Natharian area where I've landed, gotten dazed by an elite mob and then died because it's like not thinking about like, oh, I need to care about like where I'm actually like coming down. So yeah. no, but it's been, it's I, honestly, I think if, if dragon riding was the only new thing they put in this expansion, like, like you, you still get like more levels to level or whatever. And like, yeah, dragon riding that was the only like new system, like no talents, no professions or whatever. Like I, it would still be good. <laughs> like I'd still enjoy it. Like yeah. it, I like, it's just, it's, it's a weird thing that like it makes, I think it makes flying more interesting than like pointing in a direction going on a run. And like going and grabbing something maybe coming back and hoping you don't like fly to fly off the map die. yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah which is something um, to worry about so
0: there is so you mentioned you move really 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 fast while you're dragon riding it is really jarring going back to my you know very fast speed flying mounts in <sighs> the old zones and because like we had to fly to uldaman right and going yeah. back to that and it's like wow This is so slow. Yeah. 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 I will say
1: the only negative to dragon riding that I found is there are certain, at least I found a couple of conditions where you can go too fast and disconnect because I think you, you trigger, (laughs) you, you somehow trigger like the speed hack, like, yeah, or like some sort of like desync. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hated a bunch. So, um, I did all the, I did all the races, um, at least not the advanced races, but like the, the base one on gold. And I think I disconnected doing that like one night, like probably four or five times all just oh because boy. like, yeah, going just I don't know if it was going too fast or just like the way I was sort of flying around it. Like, yeah, would trigger a disconnect.
0: So um, there, there is a max comes. speed on the dragons. Like there is a, a top speed that you can get to where it, it doesn't, even if you're like at the top speed and you hit the like three vigor, like whirling, yeah. whatever thing um, it won't, you won't go faster. Okay. I don't know what it is, but. It's very yeah, fast. I have, I have a
1: little. I have a little weak ore that gives me like a percentage, and I'm like, if it hits like 1,200%, I'm like, oh, I'm going
0: fast now. Yeah, but I don't know exactly what that equates. Like for, for reference, a very fat Oh man, I'm. Bland. I think very it's fast. 310. It is 310. Yeah, you're literally 310. moving. You know, quad quadruple sometimes. of a regular flying, like fast flying mount. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, And actually kind of connected to that, the zones are really big. Um, They're clearly designed for that purpose. Like, the the zones are big, and that's another kind of zone design change that I think is very good. There's a lot more space between things. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you look at BFA or um, Legion or uh, Shadowlands zones, they're all very compact. There's, like... The amount of time, like, uh, like, you basically take the amount of space between things and you cut it by a factor of four, pretty much. Yeah. And that's that's the old zones. Um, and it's very, like, if you do try to go around on foot, it's very telling. Like, you can, like, walking around on foot, you, your marker on the map barely moves.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and there, there's a lot, like, I think you mentioned the verticality, but I think that, and, like, I think every zone has this, but this is really in that 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 final zone where, like, there's like the huge mountain like back where I think or the I don't know if the raid's there but there's some instance back there, and yeah. then like if you if you are looking east out of the city it just like is almost like a sheer set of like towers and cliffs up, right? Um, which I think is like super cool because you can like essentially like almost fly down. like it's it's almost meant that you like fly down fly under the aqueducts or whatever and like yeah they did in terms of world building I think they like you said they built a lot of it with dragon riding in mind and it does like. Not only does it make, not only is just dragon riding itself fun, but like the fact that the world around you that you can look at and see is so interesting, like just makes it like, I don't know, yeah. like the perfect,
0: perfect marrying yeah. of those two things. So, and like waking shore is probably the second most vertical zone. Like you, you don't have very good dragon riding when you're first there, but if you go, and the this campaign quests don't require you to use that much, yeah. but if you go back and you do like herbing or mining, um, stuff there, you discover that really quickly because you like, you go from like two like nearby big air quotes, there, uh <laughs> herb nodes. And one is like on the floor of the Canyon and one is on the cliffs of the Canyon. And it takes you like four points of vigor going straight up to reach the top. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I noticed that too. Um, that yeah, the verticality there is cool. And even like, if you don't think about verticality, but like the, the Inari Plains, that's the, the second zone. Even yeah. though that's mostly flat, it's still it's still interesting because like it's like a rolling plane, so you can kind of like stay low yeah. and sort of follow it or whatever as you go that's across. The, like, yeah, yeah that, that uh, is fun. It's that, and then you have the trees in the Azure Span, so like the 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 forest area uh, of the Azure Span, which yeah. is like fun to like weave through them.
0: Um, so I feel like I need to turn my graphics down or like the foliage down to make that enjoyable because like some of the branches <laughs> are not really there and you can just fly through them and some of them are really there and you'll crash into them and stop
1: yeah you'll just stop <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um yeah
1: so but, um, but yeah, yeah i guess I, one more thought maybe one more thought on dragon right before we spend too much time here is like have you done the races at all
0: i did all the races on a couple of the zones on beta and i have not gone back through them all on live but i did a bunch of them um, gotcha I also, for the record, haven't actually collected all of the glyphs. Uh, I have collected... <laughs> I am missing four from the final zone. So I'm just missing one of the talent points, right? Because the, the gotcha. final one costs, costs five. Um, but honestly, I haven't felt the need for it, so I just haven't gone to get it yet. Yeah. Um yeah, I, don't think... I probably should, because it's. it was very noticeable getting like the final upgrade for Vigor in the air. And I feel uh-huh. like as I start doing more skinning, mining, herbing that last one that upgrades my vigor on the ground is going to be more noticeable. Yeah, no, for
1: sure. Yeah, because I think the 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 races are a really cool thing, like a really cool piece of content that like Blizzard can just add to. So I've done, like I said, I've done all the, the races on yeah. gold in all four zones, which was uh, just a blast to do, like spent two hours one night. Right? I mean, yeah, probably two hours, two and a half hours just going through them all. It was super fun. I do wish there was some sort of like global leaderboard or like a leaderboard where you could see like the top 10 times for that specific race. Cause I think that would right. be a fun thing. Um, and I know there's multiplayer races. I haven't actually, I queued for one for like 30 minutes and didn't get in, but we, we had,
0: uh, we had somebody during leveling queue for one and they got yanked from like uh, Azure span back to Waking Shore. <laughs>
1: oh really? Oh no. To do their
0: multiplayer race. <laughs> which they won but you know then they had to fly back to uh azure span with like yeah. basic basic dragon writing oh that's awful that's awful yeah
1: no but that was i mean that was those are those are fun so, yeah, i think i i can't say enough good stuff about about dragon writing i think it's a, yeah, it's a I, super cool
0: it's really cool, cool system. we yeah. haven't really touched on like all the customizations but like it feels like everything is dropping dragon customizations and yet I still haven't gotten the ones that I want. I feel the same. Yeah. I feel like I've gotten a ton already and there's still like, yeah, there's but still a
1: ton for the dragon that I like that. Yeah. Aren't there
0: at the same time? Like there's a lot that, um, there's a, a lot that I've gotten, that's not to say, it's not like it's all junk like it is if you look at like a free-to-play game where there's like three good skins and four million awful ones that are just recolors. That's not the case, really. It's more like there's a bunch of like little things that you can use to like get the look that you want. right? But then there's like a big piece that's missing which for me is the color of the dragon. Um Because all of the colors are locked behind the different renowns. So, right. for example, to get the blue proto drake you have to get your tuscar reputation up and uh, i have not been doing that grind so it'll be a bit yeah. um speaking of of rep grinds actually uh how is your uh was what, what kind of stuff you've been doing for for raid prep uh for yeah so i mean i guess raid prep stuff honestly
1: i'll be i'll be i've been lazy this week um i just did my mythic zeros um
0: good so i did That's the correct choice
1: yeah, so I did all my Mythic Zeros. I, I did them all actually on Tuesday uh actually it was Tuesday night, I think we did them all. Um and the only reason I did them early was because I, I was out all weekend, which is why the podcast has moved too. But yeah, we did all my mythic zeros, has been the the major thing. Um and uh I, I guess outside of that, real quick, we could talk about dungeons in a minute. But yeah, I did a, a I did one world quest tour. So I basically cleared the map. Yeah. Um of the first set of world quests, which I didn't put that. We didn't put this in notes, but they're going to start resetting daily, which I'm like,
0: yeah, I, I want in my life. <laughs> I, I actually am not a fan of that change. Yeah. I, that, that change feels like there's, there's that kind of vocal minority of people that are like, I don't have anything to do. I want to clear the board. And I'm like, no, I do not yeah. want to clear the board. Thank you very much
1: yeah i will i will tell you for me like personally like being like i have not logged in i actually haven't logged in to WoW well since friday afternoon and yeah. like i actually don't feel like i'm behind like i don't feel like i am materially behind in anything at this point which i think yeah. is for the first expansion of the while it's great like if this was this was legion particularly legion but even in in bfa or or um or even shadowlands i'd be like i am literally now half a week behind everybody else in terms of like Power yeah. progression, just everything. Um, But yeah. yeah, no, I did. I did my Mythic Zeros. I'll tell you, they were, they were not difficult. I don't know. Like, I, 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 feel like a lot of what, at least most of what I gauge things on, are like people in peak, right? Complaining or not complaining, but speaking. Yeah. We'll say. Well, let's not be rude to like our our <laughs> peak friends. Um, and like everybody was like, this is like awful, like super hard. And I'm like, well, I didn't think it. I didn't find it that hard. I also didn't do it in a full guild group, so it was really only. Oh. It was only me and two other people, right? From my guess so it was your three tank? of us. Was it no what, tank was a tank? pug. Tank was a pug. We, pug okay. we pugged like three different tanks through this this whole world tour we did. Yeah. Um and like honestly, like it was it wasn't that bad. I think it it come like it stems from the fact that people don't realize they're while they're mythic zeros, you can't just pull the first half of the instance of the boss and expect not it not to go horribly wrong. <laughs>
0: Right, I disagree. <laughs> oh no, not I disagree. In, not but in pugs. <laughs> not in pugs. Okay, one hundred percent agree. Not in pugs, and not in every dungeon as well. Like yeah. some of the dungeons are significantly more hostile to big pulls. Like there are some dungeons that you just like. So uh, I don't remember the full name, but like the academy. Um, yep. The area with all the mana worms and things. No absolutely not that one sucks you cannot do that like you can't just be like okay everybody's got your buffs which pro tip go and talk to the the recruiters they give you a buff um each different dragon flight gives you a different buff uh so go talk to them it's a it's just a nice little thing very easy um anyway you cannot pull straight from those to the boss no but then on the other hand for the tree boss there you can totally pull all of that stuff uh yeah you could um i can't confirm that you can because i did it twice <laughs> big man yeah <laughs> uh, but like then i also like we did the tree boss first i think when i did it on my monk and mm-hmm. um i was like okay that was that was pretty chill let's go in we'll pull stuff on the other side and didn't try and go all the way to the boss but i pulled a bunch and just got like destroyed <laughs> absolutely stomped
1: nice nice
0: yeah so uh
1: yeah yeah but it was uh it was definitely fun i mean it was it was fun too because our like so we we basically plugged, you know two people throughout this two different it was interchangeable i think we ended up with probably like rotating probably like six or seven people through those those two slots over over our world tour right and like it's it's weird in that like everybody was kind of chill about it like like, we, we, we made a couple mistakes in one dungeon, wiped, like, once or twice, and, like, the tank was like, sorry, it's pulled too much. Like, one of the DPS was like, oh, I backed into this, like, mob and, and pulled extra or whatever. It was my yeah. fault. So, everybody was super, kind of just, like, mellowed out about it, um, but got through it all pretty quickly. I got, so, I don't know about your loot luck. I got every single intellect trinket from every boss that was available. <laughs> like, I I literally DE'd two trinkets, like, like. Because I, I could number one, I couldn't, tra- not that I couldn't trade them. It was like nobody wanted them in the group. And like I already had like three other ones that I could swap around. So yeah, my loot luck this expansion is starting out with, I'll get every trinket there is. Yeah. Um, I'm still wearing like 300 boots, but like got every trinket imaginable at, at 372. Well,
0: meanwhile, I'm still using my Dreadfire Vessel.
1: Oh, nice. 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 It Very- is 311
0: so i've got that going for me um but it is a you know dreadfire vessel (laughs) it is from the last expansion and i'm still wearing it um i had like pretty medium loot luck um so i did two world tours one on my monk which was a full leather group in guild i'm really glad that we didn't spend a lot of time like planning those because our all our plans would have been out the window with the way the area 52 was for the first half of the week like People yeah. would have planned to be running on like Tuesday and they wouldn't have even been able to log in, let alone reach level 70 by the time Tuesday rolled around, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, but like I, I ran it on on um Friday in a guild group in a leather sack, and you know, we did we did some trading, it was good. We got a bunch of loot. Um I got a you know, pretty decent decent amount. My bag eye level is like 368. um which is mixed in some crafting stuff because i'm also doing leather working for for our guild um and then didn't get any annoyingly i'm doing the crafting i didn't get any of the there's the titan training matrix things that you can get from mythic zeros i didn't get any oh really so i can't craft myself gear (laughs) i can only craft it for other people yeah which is a little awkward um but then uh I did it on my dk on sunday and i did that in a cloth stack and i actually got more loot on my dk
1: oh really oh no it's
0: just it was starting on at a lower item level so it's like the slots that are left over are lower item level than the slots that were left over on my monk just because like my monk has crafted stuff my monk has uh more stuff from doing reps and world quests and things that i did not do on my dk yeah 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 um so yeah
1: that's hilarious which is
0: actually funnily enough exactly what happened with my monk and paladin instead of dk but paladin in shadowlands (laughs) (laughs) you're all skin more gear that's funny
1: that's funny yeah no yeah it was uh it was fun though i think i mean all the dungeons all the new dungeons are pretty cool um except for ruby life pools i think i'm a fan of all of them um the last boss in ruby life pools can just just die in a all of I, dump up dumb fire
0: i i honestly don't understand that boss really like I, at all i uh, don't know
1: i don't so i don't know about your experience with it but in my experience is no matter how well we placed the little things like so number one i don't understand how the debuff goes on the group because there have been there were some polls where we got one person or two people with the debuff and dropped right minimal amount of pulls. And then other pulls where all five people got it. So I just maybe don't understand the mechanic. But then the other thing too is it felt like you got that debuff like three times in like 30 seconds. So like yeah. the pla- pa- platform goes from like one or two fire patches to literally covered in fire with like one's place to, to stand. And that one place, of course, the big dragon is just breathing fire on it too. So it's yeah. like you are yeah. just screwed no matter what you do.
0: Yeah. So- um- This is also something it is difficult for me to like compare my experience between my monk and my DK, right? Because my monk, we had a pretty, you know, normal group, nothing really to write home about. And then in my DK, we had a demo lock. And I don't know if you've heard about demo locks right now, but they are anything but normal. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Like, so like the the bosses were just getting deleted because he was doing like 60k DPS. Uh, Demo (laughs) lock is not all right. That is, if they scale like if this is not peak, like the peak of their damage, which it almost certainly isn't, demo lock is like way way too good, like way way way, <laughs> way way too good, and we need like five more of them asap.
1: Jesus, that's crazy. Yeah, we had, I don't think we had a warlock in my group, but I I know some of the the warlocks in my guild were talking about just yeah demo being, just a bit over
0: like, like just just a just, wee bit. So um, good. like so the the group that i did with my dk it was it was a cloth stack it was two arcane mages a holy priest and a demon lock. nice and the arcane mages were like alternating their like bursts so that they wouldn't destroy each other's damage and all of that mm-hmm. and the demolock is just over here doing just like hun- like multiple times over the course of it had 100k dps on <laughs> the pulls i was doing And I just progressively pulled bigger and bigger and bigger because the damage numbers just kept going up. And I got more gear. Like, I, my DK went from, like, 315 to to 360. Um, So, like, as I got more gear and more comfortable with it, like, by the time we hit Uleman, I literally pulled from the entrance to the first boss, from the first boss to the second boss, from the second boss to the third boss. Oh, my God. And then... From the third boss, I did I did it in, like, two pulls. Yeah. <laughs> but when the stuff just, like, dies, yeah, it's hard to tell. Because, like, on my monk, I would be, like, doing, like, a, you know, pull two packs, and I'll rotate CDs through it. And, like, we're, you know, a group with normal human beings that aren't doing a bajillion DPS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I have to actually, like, go through my cooldowns, and then I can't go through and do a, a big multi-pull in the next one. I used my cooldowns already. Because the pack lasted more than 10 seconds.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. That is awesome.
0: Uh, So yeah. Uh, It was fun though. I I, I, on the whole liked the dungeons. And I was a little bit surprised that. Willemann was not my least favorite. Going through them on live. Um, Actually like. There's okay. This is going to be. A little bit maybe of a deep cut. But there's two kinds of dungeons, in in Dragonflight. There's Mists of Pandaria dungeons. Okay, this okay. is stuff like Alcatraz Academy. This is stuff like Ruby Life Pools. Um, and then I don't I don't know whether they call them Legion style, Cataclysm style. Like somewhere, they're not Mop style. They're they're not. And that's yeah. stuff that is more like um, Uldaman no good offensive and um no like no actually no reminds me a ton of uh what's the deep home dungeon
1: oh yeah um black no oh what's it's like deep rock something i want to say
0: i i don't remember but it it, just huge vibes from that dungeon just like it it feels like that um so there's there's a definite divide in like the design of the of the dungeons. And I feel like there's like four or five mop style ones, which for the record I'm I not my favorite kind of dungeon. Yeah. Like <laughs> Temple of the Jade Serpent, no. Uh what's the Jade uh the, the monastery? No. Not I don't, uh, I don't know Pen Monastery, yeah. Shadow Pen Monastery, not I, I don't know what it is, they're just not interesting, fun. I like think um cata dungeons though i will do like cata dungeons all day long so there's it's a little bit hit and miss mm-hmm. i would say none of them are as bad as mists dungeons i do not like i do not like mists dungeons period you're
1: gonna i'm gonna be a fan of jade serpent temple temple of jade serpent coming up here, that is
0: correct it? i am mythic not gonna plus. be a fan and maybe it will be different in mythic plus right because some of the issue with mop dungeons was tuning like it just wasn't yeah. interesting ever to do them because they yeah. just like, they just died. Yeah, they everything fell over, died. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, nice.
1: Yeah, no. I, I I would I would sort of I probably said like I I didn't I didn't find other than Ruby Life Pools and that final boss. I think the rest of the dungeons were were fine. I mean I I think they have a lot more. It seems like this time there's a lot more like route selection type dungeons where like there are multiple like it's not a linear like Oldhamon is very much a linear progression start to front like yeah and it seems like they've added a lot more like you can do this boss or this boss or that boss right and sort of giving yourselves giving yourself a like you know there's there's an option of picks you don't always take the same route so yeah um those nice. i think the the only so other than the last boss of ruby life pools i will say the diseases in bracken is it bracken spore bracken hide hollow bracken hide hollow are extremely extremely frustrating (laughs) like as a healer yeah that 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 like when like when we did it i did it the first time in it actually heroic like on tuesday during the day or whatever um did a quick random heroic and my tank went right the first time through the plague area or that disease area and like when we did it on mythic zero i was like tank go left do not go right I'm not <laughs> clear it. just go left we'll clear all that trash we'll cut across the bridge kill like one or two disease mobs and that's it like yeah though, though that was like one of it's that and there's i think there's one other there's one other stacking magic dot area but as a healer that was the only annoying part because like i couldn't keep up with the spells i was like dispelling on cooldown and it's like yeah things were
0: just stacking up but i'm sure we're
1: doing it wrong but
0: there's so there's a totem that gets spawned that is like it's basically like an anti fish stick where it has the same priority as a fish stick but instead of healing the mobs it just murders your group with diseases fair enough Which is absolutely going to destroy you. And if people are not on top of it and killing it, then um, your life is going to be bad. But at the same time, also, like my experience in that dungeon in particular was very different doing it in my monks group where we had three people that could dispel diseases because we had three monks. Oh, nice. Yes, yes, yes. And then doing it on my DK where we had zero people that could dispel diseases because guess what, warlocks can't do it, mages can't do it, priests can't do it, and death knights sure can't do it. So uh, we just had to heal through it. (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha.
1: Yeah, no, that was that was sort of the only, the only rough. I'd say the only like annoying part from a healing perspective. The rest of the dungeons were were fine. It's sort of just learning them, basically like. Most of like the oh crap were like issues were just us not doing mechanics, right? It's just like, yeah, just not doing what it was supposed to. Um, but no, it was, I mean, they're all they're fun. There are a couple of interesting ones, like the I think it's in the academy, the bird boss where you have to like dunk the orbs that was sort of an interesting thing. Um, i trying to think there's any other interesting mechanical bosses, but uh, but no, I had, I had fun doing the tours, so yeah, um, or my one tour, I guess I didn't get a chance to do another one, but um. But I guess, yeah, so instead of, I guess, moving on, I guess, other raid prep, I mean, in terms of, I guess, for me, like I said, it was really just the Mythic Plus, or sorry, Mythic Zeros. Have you been doing anything additional on your, the raid prep side?
0: So on my Monk, I did the Cobalt rep. Um, because it's fast. Oh. It's yeah, actually very drop, fast. But... Um, if you can luck into an Azure Span instance so this, not laggy as hell.
2: Because
0: <laughs> you have to loot the mobs. So they do not give you reputation for killing them. They have like a drop that gives you rep but once you get that like um people have sorted out there's some like really broken combination of basically torghast powers that you can get Mm -hmm. that um it's like you get the thing that drops fire under your feet and then you get all of the ones that give you leech okay and then the ones that increase your damage done by a lot and you just walk on the mobs and they die
1: oh very cool very cool
0: um you have to spend a while there to get all of those, and they only last for five minutes unless you can kill more things and refresh them. So there's like, a, a, there's a bit going on to make that happen. But you know, I can see how it would work in theory. I didn't do that, but it still only took a few hours to get through that and get the ring. Um, I did a little bit of the Rathion rep and just decided it was not worth my time.
1: <laughs> I, saw, I saw all these a bunch of posts on it, but yeah, yeah, all, all these
0: reps, by the way are dropping, you know, you get to the end, you get like a 389 piece, right? Okay. And normal drops 389. Yeah. Doing this for a normal raid piece. And there's not even like the, oh, we can trade stuff in normal. Well, A, you can go do keys and then trade stuff in normal. But also, B, we have group loot. You don't need to worry about that. Yeah, there's no training requirement, yeah. I can see it mattering a little bit more for people who are planning to raid on Tuesday and -hmm. won't have time to do keys and things on Tuesday before they raid. But honestly, like, it's so unimportant. And even the Cobalt one, which is fast, still took me probably four or five hours. Wow. So
1: I did that, I think it was Wednesday during the day, so... I, I AFK'd it. I joined a group and just sort of followed them <laughs> around. I threw a couple heels, but I was working. All right, I would get some yeah. stuff done. Um, but it took me literally an hour and twenty minutes. Like, but also I had zero. Like my, our my, our Azure span did not lag at all. So like I had zero. Yeah. issues looting and like it was a group of like this druid had like some crazy amount of powers. Like he yeah, would turn, like purple or whatever. And the like mobs would just like start he'd shred them essentially like yeah and so um it was like a druid a dk a feral druid a dh sorry and like some some sort of caster and we sort of like the four of us sort of just ran around and cleaved everything
0: once i think the thing for us for me was once more people were level 70 there was mm-hmm. just more competition for mobs so there was a <laughs> lot of like we would f- we had a loop going in the group that i was in and we would just like sometimes hit the point in the loop where we would now be behind another group, and there would be like no mobs left, and we'd have to like switch it up. Yeah, yeah. which, you know, makes it take a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not,
1: I would. Yeah, that that would take a while. Yeah, for for me when I did it that that initial day, and it was during the day. There was like zero. There was one other group farming, and that was it. Yeah. So it was uh it was uh, it was pretty it's pretty easy. It was pretty, not too bad for that. I guess I did do the ring stuff. Yeah. um, And got that. But yeah, that's, that's, yeah. I don't know if there's but anything else. There's
0: a, there's a, a bunch of stuff that people have, you know, figured out with mm-hmm. how scaling on drops, for rares and things works. There were some exploits where there were a couple of rares that were not locking you out. Like there's supposed to be a daily loot lock. So people were like, uh, shard hopping to just kill them over and over and over and over. And the way that the scaling was working, it just kept going up. Yep. So as long as you could keep bumping up your average item level, like over time, that way it the eye level dropped by the rare. And then the eye level dropped by the rare bumps your eye level again. And you just mm-hmm. keep, you know, kind of laddering up towards the top. Um, never getting, really higher than like 380 something um, is really where it peaked and they actually turned off like rare drops for a couple hours while they fixed it. Um, I did not get to partake in that. that Yeah, I didn't either. I mean, I was in guilt check going like, please do not get banned over this. Please do not get banned over like normal eye level gear on week (laughs) one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, that was that would have been bad. But no, it um, yeah, there was a couple, couple of rares like that. But then there also are, if you saw this, people are calling them like the super rares. So yes. there's like a set of mobs that drop, what is it, 389 gear, I want to say?
0: Up to 389, depending uh, on your item level. Three.
1: Yeah, and uh, so and they are like sort of, it's a higher item level than other typical rares. And then, um, yeah, they uh, there's like a handful of them that, I mean, Wowhead has a post on them that, that you go around and you can kill. They drop very specific items, so it's not like a shared sort of like common loop pool, like each mob has its own individual loop pool. And um Yeah. Yeah. So if you need a couple of pieces, I actually killed so I since I need leather boots, I've killed like the two that drop leather boots. Or I think there's yeah, there's two that drop leather boots. Yeah. Um so to 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 sort of fill in my holes there. But um but yeah I haven't I haven't gone all I will tell you, I have not spent any time going after reputations. Like yeah, I'll get them when I'll get them like I'll do like the weekly to get the 4,000 rep across everything. I'll probably do most of that as I like go back and do like the, the, the side quest hubs I missed. Yeah. Um, So like each week, whenever that quest is ready, I'll just go back and do side quests for, you know, a couple of side quests and max it. But um, yeah, Yeah. I feel like I've just been super casual.
0: It's, it's been very chill and actually it's really, so the combination of, you know, not having a daily grind that you have to do to keep up and the relatively short leveling experience is just like I leveled my DK in the weekend. I did a mythic zero tour on it on, on Sunday night. Um, I'm starting leveling my paladin and yeah. I'm not going to get a zero tour in on it cause it's, you know, nine 30 on a Monday <laughs> and a tour, even with like a, uh, you know, if everybody's starting off, not already being geared, it's going to take you three hours to get through that. And I'm not doing that tonight. Yeah. Um, but I am going to get my paladin up and um, have that ready. And it's just like, I have time. like I can do that. Yeah. Um, and the, the paladin, like everything else I've done, I feel like has been, there's a little bit of stuff that I didn't, that I did that I really didn't need to do mm-hmm. um, that. I thought I needed to do, but it ended up not being relevant, you know, stuff like the cobalt rep grind. Part of the reason I did it is it drops the, or you can get the frost frosted armor kit, recipe from that uh for leatherworking, okay. and i was like oh this is how i'm going to finish like leveling up leatherworking," only to find out that it requires awakened 10 awakened frost uh Uh-oh. which if you're not familiar with those currencies there's like rousing which is like the common one that you get a bunch of not yeah. a bunch but some of and then there's awakened which are 10 of those
1: yeah so that's 100
0: yeah. rousing frost uh, they're like 2500 gold to craft right now the <laughs> is, and yeah. sell for like i don't i think i actually have in my mailbox right now nobody bought mine for like 200 gold oh jesus because <laughs> people are trying to level their their leather working um yeah. which we'll get into in a minute but um yeah I, that was part of the reason i did it and honestly if i realized how expensive it was and how irrelevant that was i probably wouldn't have done cobalt rep at all
1: yeah yeah, the and I, I think for me the only reason I did it was it was it was easy enough to do while doing something else, right? Like I yeah. didn't need the, the my full attention there, and I needed a ring upgrade. It wasn't like I I was still using like mid three forties rings at the time, so yeah, yeah. Um, it was still a it was still a solid upgrade, but but yeah, um, yeah. That's I mean that's I think the world stuff for me. Um, I know you've you've been working on professions, I guess, which is yeah how, how do you i guess maybe we, maybe we start instead of like how do you like the prof- how do you like that professions have talent trees now and like there's knowledge of um,
0: okay whole system. so before i answer I, I, i'm gonna say i can't give a complete answer right now because there's a lot that depends on how the crafting order system plays out yeah. and with so few people being level 70 and so few people having access to the materials that are required to put in work orders for those items, um, some of them literally not being possible to put in work orders for because you can't get the items yet. Um, it, I, I can't really fully answer it because like, and the other thing that is gonna it's going to depend on is the how many knowledge points you get for your professions kind of per week after this initial like glut of getting all of the stuff from the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause if it's really low, it's going to feel bad to have specialized in something that maybe isn't very popular or useful, but if it's, yeah. you know, reasonably high where you can fill out the tree and not that much more time, it's going to be fine. Cause you know, the pain of having made, you know, maybe a suboptimal choice is not going to be a big deal uh, mm-hmm. because you can just get more points. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess, kind of to to give a real brief rundown i've done leatherworking, skinning cooking fishing a little bit of inscription uh and a little bit of herbalism okay um i had i got lucky and i got the feast from the community feast like the feast recipe from the community feast uh on the community feast this week which is great because that means i can craft it for our guild mm-hmm. um i don't think anybody else got it <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. um and then spent a lot of time fishing because people were charging 200,000 gold for the stupid fish recipes that you need to... Oh, Jesus. um like So the, the feast recipe, the mm-hmm. primary set feasts, there's three of them. Each one requires different foods to have been made. And then you turn those into the feast. The foods that you make are the deluxe fish meals that you can only get by fishing them up or... By buying them off the auction house um okay. so i fished them up i did i did a bunch of afk fishing while i was working on on uh just random stuff you know some yeah. some work while i was like i would tab out you know work on my like i'm working on wipe fest stuff this week uh, gotcha like work on that tab in and out of wow and just like you know interact key for fishing very useful um because that just meant that I like key bound my fishing key and then I could also have a key binding for picking up the fish. So I would like tab out or like tab in, hit the fish button, tab out, do some stuff, hear the sound go off, tab back in, hit Y, which is my interact key.
1: Oh, you did that. Yeah.
0: And then hit the fishing key and just like do that forever. Gotcha. Um, Very easy. Oh, very cool. Um, But yeah, so leatherworking has been a lot more involved. Uh, cooking and fishing don't have the like the like skill points and knowledge points and all that stuff Mm -hmm. um leatherworking and skinning do um the gathering stuff is like fairly minor honestly um it's all like affecting the rate at which you acquire different resources not fundamentally altering whether you can it's Mm -hmm. just about how many of you you get so like there's some amount of guesswork of like guessing which ones are going to be the hardest you get or, like, the most expensive for you to buy, and trying to get more of those. But the numbers are all kind of hidden. So, you never know if the one that says, oh, you become more likely to find species specific resources is like, you know, a 1% gain or if it's yeah. like a 10% gain. And those are very different things. Um, so, wait and <laughs> see. I don't know. Um, but for leatherworking, I think the big thing for me, so I started off. You know, I go into it and I go, okay, somebody's had to have worked out the optimal, like the cheapest, least resource intensive way to level up leatherworking. And Mm -hmm. I go, and I pull up the wowhead guide because that's just a good place to start. And you get to like level 50 and slow down hard. Yeah. Uh, You get to like level 65. And honestly, there's like no points left. You can make null tents and frosted armor kits. And if you go into primor- primordial leatherworking, which is what they recommend in the leveling guide, mm-hmm. you get fang adornments, which are actually fairly cheap. But again, all of those things only get you up to 75 Gotcha. From there, you have to be crafting epic, like epic quality, um, high, high level stuff. Interesting. Um, which basically means you're doing crafting orders because that's the only way to yeah. get enough of those uh, materials, like other people giving you their bound on pickup materials effectively for you to craft with um but as i was going through this i was like this kind of feels bad i'm like you know 68 points and can't really progress further on that and then i just kind of like read through the tool tips in the talent tree section of the profession a little bit more carefully and felt a lot better about my choices because i didn't go into the primordial tree because we already had a crafter in guild that was doing that the, like right. one of the people on the on the midweek team was going into primordial leatherworking, and I was like, "Well, there's no point in me like doubling up on that. Like it'll be a little bit harder for me to level it because I won't have the fang adornment, mm-hmm. but it won't be that bad, right?" And it turns out that um, basically, in order to get the fang adornment, it costs like thirty or forty knowledge points, right? But if you put those directly in the leatherworking like tree. Uh, and I guess for context, the leather working profession has four trees. A lot of them only have three uh, okay. for leather working. There's four one. That's just like general for the more consumable type stuff, like armor kits and drums. Um, and just like about reducing your resource usage in general. Okay. Um, one that's for crafting leather armor. One that's for crafting male armor. And one that's for crafting the like special bonus effect armor. Gotcha. Um, and that, that fourth one is Primordial Leatherwork. Um, in order to get Fang Adornments, it costs like 40 points into that tree.
2: Mm-hmm. If
0: you put them just in the like making leather armor tree, each point is worth at least one skill point. <laughs> That's crazy. So if I put those 40 points in the Fang Adornments to get like 10 extra points in the like regular skill bar, I would have been like net minus 30 skill points on anything I crafted right yeah um and that made me feel a lot better about having just like specialized in the thing that i actually wanted to craft right um so like then last night uh the my co-tank is playing a demon hunter i was like hey can can you i'm looking to get this 382 piece crafted with my mythic zero like titan training matrix thing Mm-hmm. um so if you're not familiar there's two different kinds of like 380 plus epic items you can get there's one that's like the lifebound whatever items that cost spark of ingenuity they have different names for different armor types different professions but they all cost spark of ingenuity right they're easy to craft any crafter that's put the points in the right place just has the recipe and can do it and it's no big deal the other ones, the Titan Training Matrix ones, to get them all the way to 382 is actually very hard right now. <laughs> so you need to be able to the way that the crafting works, and I've learned all about this over the past several days. It's been a very wild ride. Um, you have to reach like a skill cutoff in order to guarantee crafting it at a certain item level. Okay. For crafting, like basically, you're taking a blue, like 316 or 340 item. And you're upgrading it all the way to 382 using this Titan training matrix. That takes 225 skill. Okay. I have 68. <laughs> you're, it's a big you're a gap. You're a little it's low. A big gap. Oh so no. um, I ended up doing it. Uh, and so, sorry, it's 225 if you include a missive, uh, yeah. which guarantees specific stats he happened to roll the worst stat combination for him because we didn't include the missive because i couldn't quite guarantee highest eye level with the missive um i could get to 218 points gotcha and those like the gap between 68 and 218 just all comes from profession knowledge and that's the stuff that you continue gaining over time so like there's like 70 points that I got just from specializing. He went legs. I went and I put 20 points, 20 knowledge points in legs, and that turned into literally 70 skill points when crafting legs.
1: Oh, very cool.
0: Um, So figuring out all of that stuff has been very interesting, figuring out like uh, the quality of materials you use adds. Like if you use all the three-star materials, it's like plus 20 skill points to the craft. Yeah which like all of that adds up it's it's very interesting um so i guess i would say so far like that was a really long way of saying so far i'm into it (laughs) um so far i'm into it it's actually there's a few things i think i think they really learned the correct lesson from shadowlands crafting and the disaster that was shadowlands crafting because i did leather working for my guild in patch 9.0 and was miserable and hated my life yeah and the reason for that is there was nothing that went into it beyond playing, like crafting in Shadowlands was just about playing the auction house game. Right. If you like sitting in an auction house with Trade Skill Master open and just like cancel scanning, then Shadowlands crafting was your jam. Um, there are like three people in the world that like that. <laughs> they don't okay. exist. You can't convince me that there's a really big crowd of people that like sitting there with TSM open doing cancel scans. They it's don't fair. exist. It's
1: fair. It's fair. <laughs>
0: um, the in contrast, like, sh- uh, like where shadowlands crafted, you need like a bajillion materials to craft anything. Yeah. For this, you need hardly any. Like the frosted armor kit takes a bunch of awakened frost. Uh, the price on that will get more reasonable in like a week, right? Once more people yeah. hit seventy, a bunch of people, like the people will look at it and go, "Oh my god, the price is high. I'm going to go farm it," and the price will drop um it's week one that that happens but crafting actual armor like you look at the materials requirements and it's like two hides and 16 leather it's like wait i can go farm that
1: right and like the the number decreases depending on the quality too right so like quality one at least for enchanting or sorry um for or for alchemy the way it worked is like if you have a three quality herb it counts for more so if you have like if you had like one quality herbs like 15 herbs to make a potion but if you have three quality it's like four or five of those or something
0: ridiculous that's not how it works for leatherworking for leatherworking um i guess for for alchemy there's no different like quality levels of the potions right no there are oh there are Oh. Yeah, so
1: then you can increase the potion in too. Yeah, so it's like the
0: material costs are different, and maybe that so
1: to be fair, that might be my specialization because I'm, okay. I'm a file master and I that might be what's in there. I didn't read okay. the tooltips. I
0: don't yeah. know. Yeah, um, um, but... highly recommend reading the tool tips by the way and like the different bonuses <laughs> that you can get because there's a lot of bonuses you can get, and some of them are a lot better than others. Yeah, um, but for leather working, it, uh, it's always the same amount of materials. Um, like using a higher rank of material doesn't make it cost fewer materials. Gotcha. Uh, it does give you extra crafting skill. Oh, so like yeah. if you are really high level leatherworking then you can use lower quality materials to still guarantee the same like five star result. But if you're not as high level because it's week one then nobody is yet exactly. uh, without exploiting then um, you need to use the three-star materials in order to get a five-star result right yeah
1: yeah yeah so i mean i i will say that that i've had a very different experience to crafting so you seem like you've enjoyed it um i i have not enjoyed it at all um (laughs) and that might just be the profession so i am currently i am well so sorry i've i've Mixed bag. So, I am I am alchemy and enchanting on my monk, which is generally what I always am because I'm lazy and enchanting is free gold at a certain point. And um, alchemy is just always nice to have extra flask timers, which I guess in this point is, is file timers, right? Right. Um, so, that's that. And then on my druid, my, my alt, I'm herbalism and mining. And I will say herbalism mining, super cool. Like, there are... If you haven't done much in terms of gathering, there are like enchanted gathering nodes that basically yeah. give you extra like they give you some sort of like additional what are they not they're i I
0: would call the rou- them motes, like the, the frigid, but they're rousing yeah the rousing oh. or awakened stuff yeah
1: yeah so they give you give you those if you if you loot one of those things they also debuff you or buff you so like the wind one is fun because it gives you airs and but then it also knocks you back twice and like you can get and the air ones are only on mountains so like you are probably getting knocked off a mountain um yes. But the cool thing is if you spec into basically the the pathway, it's like eventually you get to mount – or sorry, loot while mounting. It's like the the gathering one. But it, if you put enough points in there, you eventually get to overload those nodes. So like if you overload the oh. air one, it shoots you in the air and then you slowly fall. But as you fall, you want to collect these little petals and they give you extra material. Or like the wait, that's so cool. Some of the rock ones you can overload, like the hardened ones, and it spawns smaller craters that let you loot and gives you like just as much as the main hit from the main node. So you get like extra material that way. Yeah, and so the the cooldown it's on a twelve hour cooldown, which sounds awful. However, it drops by like thirty minutes every time you loot a node. So generally speaking, it's probably about a half hour cooldown if you're if you're only like sort of looting around.
0: Skinning, skinning has something similar. Um, So you can craft bait using the, like, basic meat material. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you can use your rousing whatevers to turn them into element-specific baits if you specialize in bait crafting. And doing that, um, it's pretty much every time I've done it, you get back at least as many rousing stuff as you put in. Mm -hmm. And again, it's a 12-hour cooldown, but in in this case, it is reduced by 10 minutes every time you skin something. um, Okay, cool. I mean, it's probably less than it is for, like, herbalism because you can, like, really put some NPCs in a meat grinder and just go go to town skinning them. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, That's actually another interesting thing where, like, that's going to be a way to get a bunch of these, like, right now, Awakened Frost and Awakened Air are really expensive. Mm
2: -hmm. But
0: once people go, like, wait, those are really expensive, let me put my knowledge points in the uh thing that gives me more awakened air while i am out herbing yeah and yeah. that's going to help reduce the price of
1: those oh 100 yeah but it's it's a cool little take on like just not the standard herbing and then like with herbalism too there are nodes they're like they're like soil piles around the world yeah
0: and so you'll the you can loot style, like seed planting stuff
1: yeah exactly so you can plant a seed and get like a free node or a, a free loot from that so no yeah it's um the, the gathering professions super cool. huge fan. I, I think tonight if I go see the master trainers, I'll be able to get like loot while mounting upgrades on all on nice. both for both herbalism and mining, which will be fun. Um, on the other side crafting, I do not like it at all. Um, <laughs> and and alchemy so alchemy in particular, I think enchanting's enchanting is enchanting. It is what it is. like it's just yeah, the same as it always was. it's it's there's no there's no huge difference there. Um, but Alchemy has the discovery system back, and it's oh I heard
0: about this. Yeah, so
1: it's 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 if you've played if you played back in even in BC was sort of the last time they did it. And in BC it, was, Kata it was, wasn't had it. Oh, Cata had it too. Okay. Yeah. I didn't I don't remember it from Cata, but I remember it in BC. And like you would back then you would, as you crafted things, you would have a chance each craft to discover something else. And like so Eventually, you would discover everything, but you do it by crafting. Uh, in here, you basically have a specific like experimentation thing that you do, yeah. um, and you basically, you know, run the experimentation. You have the chance to create something random. So there's file and potion. So if you do a file experimentation, you have the chance to create a file. You also have the chance to discover a new file that you don't know yet um, as you do it, um, and so you you do that to gain all the recipes eventually. Um, a couple of things that bother me about this system is that number one, it can fail and then you have a four-hour cooldown where you can no longer experiment, yep. which is actually why I think they turned they turned off this uh, ability for like three or four days earlier in the week because yeah. it
0: was never failing like this. You could just keep experimenting. So what was happening is that it was like if your experiment failed and then you logged off immediately and logged back in, it didn't go on cooldown. Oh, oh, that was the issue. So I never failed one before they took it down. So I guess I never did yeah. that. I thought so it, it, I it, never failed. it was failing, but you could like log out and log back in and get around it. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so there there were, there are people now that I don't know if they did bands. I think they did like short bands for people that did a mm-hmm. lot of abuse of it. But um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize that was a thing. In any event, I hate that it can
1: fail because it's a 4-hour cooldown at that point. There is an item you get – I've gotten four of them so far that basically clear the cooldown immediately. So, like, there is okay. a way around it. But still, like, I've – I now I've – I had failed, like, right before this. So, I'm, I have my 4-hour cooldown with no Thanks. things. That's one issue. I hate the fact that it's random about what you get. And then the yeah. biggest problem for me is that the materials to do the experimentation come from basically – deconstructing potions you're art you're making elsewhere so like yeah to get the materials to do the experimentation you have to deconstruct a previously crafted item so like whether that's a potion or more fast more other yeah. files and things like that and so like it's this weird loop of like you it's to me you're like oh it's not that many leatherworking materials but like herbalism why like the amount of herbs i need because i not only need to craft things then deconstruct yeah. them but then there's also items i need to craft just with the special herbs with like the green yeah, herbs the green herbs um to, to also then throw into this experimentation and then the experimentation has a chance to not give me anything new so like i wanted to yeah. tear i did like five experiments in a row got nothing new got a bunch of versatility files that i then deconstructed only got five more items from that that i can then do it again so i'm going to do it two more times yeah i was like and then it exploded on me at that point i, I just logged off I'm like
0: yeah. So like, I mean that sounds kind of like kind of like the situation with fishing and cooking, where like, um, you can't you literally can't level cooking until you get uh, you can get to like twenty five skill until you get some of these fish recipes, um, yeah. or some of the other world drop recipes or reputation recipes. So I got one that somebody in guild had happened to have dropped for them
1: nice and i got
0: that from them so that unblocked me pretty much right away Uh um but then like to get the others uh i ended up getting like some of them from doing my big like afk fishing the one day i did it but i'm still actually missing two of the recipes uh so there's an entire kind of fish that i can't use Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and because i can't use actually there's two entire kinds of fish that i can't use and because I can't use either of those, so there's an entire like higher tier of fishing recipes that are locked off from me Yeah, because I have not gotten those recipes yet and they are still 100,000 gold on the auction house. <laughs> um, God. And so I may have to sit down and do another AFK fishing session uh-huh. um, in order to get those recipes to make sure I can craft the, the feasts. Um, I'm going to have to double check exactly which feast I got and confirm that I have the right recipes for that, but I may just have to like s- you know sit down, you know, pull up WoW in the background and and go back to AFK fishing and just like try and get those Draconic uh f- recipe in a bottles, yeah. which by the way can drop a any world drop recipe pretty much, not just cooking ones. Interesting, interesting. I've gotten inscription techniques. I've gotten um. I got an enchanting one, I think, from that. Uh nice. it, there's maybe it was alchemy. I don't remember. I couldn't use it. Um so there's a bunch that can drop from those. It's not guaranteed to be fishing. So it's not like I'll eventually necessarily get it. And I may mm-hmm. just end up having to bite the bullet and get, you know, one off the auction house, but hopefully they will be less gold in yeah. two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, let's hope. Yeah.
1: That that is just, yeah, that's sort of the The yeah the the um yeah it's the whole discovery thing is just in general like i would rather it be locked behind reputation or something that like there's a known end to it because like right now like there are like in essence like because i'm like i'm going file mastery in terms of like what i want to focus on and so like there's literally like two files i want like that's it and like the rest of them cool i'll get them and that's fine but like I want those two because those two are the best two in terms of, like, what I need as a healer and what, like, DPS or, like, you know, other, other you know, players in my guild will need. And so it's just, like, I don't want to have to spin this effing wheel, like, 40 times yeah. to, like, get what
0: I want, right? So, so. there was actually a very similar um, discovery thing in Cataclysm um, with two major differences. One, it was just a daily cooldown. And yeah. that's actually it pretty much both differences it was a just a daily cooldown you did it every day you logged on you did your your discovery thing and you were done
2: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: it couldn't fail um so you just like eventually discovered everything uh but at the same time like there's technically a downside where like it it took a long time because you had to do it once a day and you know when there's 30 recipes or something like that it's just like you're logging on every day for a month to get everything yeah um versus like it sounds like the alchemy thing while it's like it's a lot more involved you can probably get through the recipes faster with a little bit of of luck and not having it backfire yeah yeah
1: yeah i guess that's true i don't i don't
0: but just, yeah, I I definitely can relate to that from like the 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 fishing cooking angle where like I was trying to get cooking ready to make feasts for the guild. It was like I'm I can't. <laughs>
1: yeah, like I don't like I don't and like the only thing I can do is I can log on my druid and fly around and get more herbs to then make yeah. things to then do more disguise. like and it's just a it's in in my mind like that is the only like beyond this like like I said like I think I think the talent trees within professions like the 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 talent whatever they call it um specializations or the specializations something like that super cool like i think that idea is great i think it expands in general like professions which have been fairly benign for like expansions right i'd say to be fair like since they got rid of like weapon specializations like that was sort of like the coolest yeah the coolest part and now since then it's just been like I pick enchanting because it's cheap and easy to make gold eventually. Cause I will de all my gear anyway and just sell the crystals. I'll yeah. end up with hundreds. It's awesome. And then alchemy because I'm lazy. I don't want to have to forget to buy flasks or like, I just want to drink one yeah. or two flasks at a time, like at a time. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I know I'm, I'm super into it. It's
0: just like this discovery part of it is, is just on yeah. un- fun. Just un- yeah. Fun. I, I understand that one. Um, Actually, speaking of knowledge, uh, uh, a couple of tips. Uh, We are running out of time, but I do want to get through these because they are actually really big tips. Mm -hmm. One, there is a a profession master for every profession somewhere on the Dragon Isles. Uh, Wowhead has a list. They give you, for gathering, they give you 10 skill points, or sorry, not skill points, knowledge points, which if you put them in the right place, one knowledge point is as good as or better than one skill point. Uh, for crafting professions it's five knowledge points um, and I don't entirely understand why but it is, it is less for um, for crafting professions versus gathering professions um, and then there are also between six and eight treasures that have yep. been discovered so far for every profession that give just every one of those gives three typically knowledge points uh, yep. for your profession and so if you combine those two things, like for leatherworking, there's seven uh, knowledge treasures plus five from the knowledge master. It's 26 knowledge points. It's it's a lot about? right now. Um, so it, before I did the crafting last night for these guys, for, for my Gotenks uh, pants, I had 45 uh, knowledge points banked because I wasn't sure what people were going to want crafted. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's... Uh, it, it adds up a lot second thing um actually going crafting plus gathering is super good because you get knowledge you can get knowledge points for your crafting profession while gathering
1: oh very cool very cool
0: so you i've that. actually gotten a bunch of leather working knowledge from going out and skinning and yeah. like things would be more efficient if i Rather to put in the effort to find like a skinning two by four, like kind of setup and do that, yeah. But honestly, like I just go out and solo skin and like put on some Netflix and
1: yeah, just kind of hang that. out,
0: yeah. And just like you, you get a bunch of leather from that. There is a guy in Guild that has skinning and has gotten it, it as in like the two by fours and has gotten like millions, not millions, but like it feels like millions looking at how much <laughs> leather he's gotten. Um, That's crazy, yeah. That's crazy, yeah, yeah. No, it's. Oh, sorry. Uh, go ahead.
1: No, I was gonna say no. It, it it um the professions definitely feel feel good. Like I my notwithstanding my wayne issue, and I think that's just with the whole RNG discovery aspect alchemy, of it. Honestly, I think that's an yeah. alchemy problem. It might just be an alchemy specific problem, but even even at that, like I still enjoy like the cool like the interesting difference between like the different tiers of like like the the potions you can make and like when something inspires yeah. me to get like you get an insta proc I'm like oh that's awesome yeah. so like there's still um there's still it's still a I think the profession refresh is good. I think my one gripe is probably just with alchemy, right? Because enchanting yeah. is like enchant like enchanting's whatever like that's a a simple system I get that that's fine. Yeah. But um, I mean I
0: I think actually, on the whole, the system is fairly confusing to get into. I think there's a lot there, and I think it's presented fairly poorly, at least in the sense that, like, okay, I get an item. Like, if I get a piece of gear, right, just regular Mm -hmm. combat gear, I look at the stats, I know what this, I can tell what the stats do. Like, you you don't need to look anything up to tell that haste makes your stuff faster,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: or that critical strike makes you crit more often. You know? Those things are fairly apparent. Versatility, less so, but you can still go into your character sheet and mouse over the versatility thing, and it tells you exactly what it does. Right. You can't do that for any of the crafting stats. That's true, actually, yeah. I had to go and look up on my head what the crafting stats actually did. Yeah. Uh, While I was figuring out if I could do this craft last night. Uh, (laughs) And, yeah, that was really annoying um the like i think there's a big like you need like a character sheet but for crafting yeah that lets you mouse over your different stats and like explains what they do and all of that stuff um and the crafting order system is also like pretty confusing to people we've had to walk several people in guild through the process of of putting in crafting orders
1: yeah
0: but uh yeah, yeah. No,
1: that's that's I can see that they don't do a good job of onboarding these new stuff the new stuff for sure so you, you go
0: through the crafting quests uh and it's literally like info dumps like yeah. you talk to a guy and he's like okay here's four paragraphs on how you do this thing it's like okay i'm not used to uh, this in my well honestly that's just a sign that they're, that it's not clear yeah <laughs> that the ui so. is not clear and like i understand on some level that like making it clear is really hard Right, but also if you feel the need to put that there, like there's a problem. Oh yeah, but yeah, this is way better than what we had in Shadowlands. It's the best the profession system I think has been in a you know, long, long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'd actually go on a limb and say ever. Like, I think uh, this is probably better probably than the, the launch.
0: Yeah, the launch crafting yeah. systems too. Um, it's it's really nice that uh, there's a lot of things about the profession system, like the knowledge system, the fact that crafts don't take very many materials like it all encourages like you as an individual to go out and like in the world and collect your own stuff and gather your own stuff and craft your own stuff um it feels like reasonable to do that whereas like in shadowlands like looking at crafting my own legendaries there's no fucking way yeah no no chance none um but i can go out like if i wanted like if i had gotten one of these titan training matrices uh you know then i i could go and like in 30 minutes get all the materials i need from just going and skidding easily Mm -hmm. and in doing so like pick up a few free knowledge points from just the process of it um and then make my own stuff and that's cool that's i think to me, the Shadowlands kind of crafting is like the big Goblin style crafting, where you want to monopolize things and you want to play the auction house, and it's not really—you're not interested in crafting; you're interested in, in the auction house, right? Yeah, exactly. Whereas Dragonflight professions are about making things for you and your friends to use, and yeah. like there's a big difference in philosophy, and I think it really, really has worked out well so far. No, yeah, I'm so very. Fun. Sorry, I'm very interested to see how crafting orders work out over the next couple of weeks because it's going to be a lot less interesting if in three weeks none of it matters because nobody's putting in crafting orders.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'll be yeah. Once people start, yeah, actually hitting max level and needing some things, it'll be, it'll be, yeah, be fun to see if that system is is as cool as it sounds. So, um, so cool. I mean, I don't, whether there's, I had one final thing. Um, and it's sort of a hot off the presses thing, but okay, um, okay. Uh, Did you have anything else you wanted to cover
0: before we sort of do that, and then maybe maybe wrap? Uh, no, I think I think uh, profession is good. I'm happy with it so far. I'm excited to see how it plays out.
1: Yeah, I am. I am also. Um So hot off the presses. This is Monday. This is how you. This is what you get when you get a Monday night special episode. Um Blizzard just put out a blue post that uh, basically stated the world quest change will not be happening tomorrow. <laughs> And world quests will remain bi weekly.
0: Um I am actually yeah. I mean, if you're watching, you could see me like do the <laughs> celebratory thing. I'd be really happy about that. Yeah. Um, and I mean their explanation for this is basically like, okay, listen, we heard you that you don't want to go back to the daily grind. Yeah. And you don't want to feel pressured to do the daily grind. So we're not gonna make it daily. Yeah. And I honestly I think this lends credence to the thing that there is like this vocal minority that had like the ear of Blizzard that was like, I don't want to clear the board. I want to clear the board. Yeah. There is one thing. There is one thing. Um, and that is that without world quests, there is not a clear way to gain reputation with several of the factions. Yeah, um, that's the only issue I'll have. Yeah. And that's, I think, so there's also, I think they were trying to do like two birds one stone. Like there's people that want to clear the board and you know give them a board to clear would make them happy but then there's also like people want to get their rep like they see Mm -hmm. the rep bar they want to fill it up and they don't know how they they can't figure out how and that's actually the original announcement they said they were not going to change the uh and plains world quests because the rep from the hunts existed and you could go and just follow the hunt train around and do that um to get your reputation up so like that you know, it seems like they're trying to solve that reputation problem. So, uh, but for like the Tuscar or the Valdraken Accord, there's not a clear way to get those up. Yeah. Um, there are ways, it's just not clear. And so I think that we'll see some like reputation changes from those.
1: Yeah, or probably, or just even like better quest pointers, right? Like in-game yeah. pointers to like
0: where you need to either grind or what what you need to do to, to, right. to raise like, So. Right the for example the hunt always shows up on your map uh mm-hmm. for for the muruk stuff the hunt always shows up you could, you always know where it is and you know that you can go and do it mm-hmm. um, and if you do go and participate past the point that it gives rewards you still get reputation for it uh the community feast does not show up on your map if you've already done it for the week right you do still gain reputation for doing it though
1: I didn't know that. I guess you, you only get the rewards weekly. Until you get recently. the rewards
0: weekly. Okay. Yeah. So
1: the reward, I knew I knew it was a weekly thing to do, but I guess so the rewards are weekly, but the, the actual rep is is daily or whenever it's up. So got yeah. it. It was like but three yeah. hours or whatever. So,
0: so you, you can go and do that and it's like 500 rep for, for doing it, um, oh, which nice. is, you know, not a small amount. Um, currently, it's still a lag fiesta every single time I've been there. um and the rep scales with the number of tasks that you do you get like 25 rep per task completed so if it's a lag fiesta and you can't manage to successfully complete any of them you get like very little rep yeah but if you get a good instance where there's not very many people and you can complete like 10 tasks you get a ton of rep for you know 10 minutes of of doing stuff very nice but uh yeah i mean I'm I'm happy about that change honest or lack of change I would (laughs) like them to change the world quests to like maybe instead of giving 75 rep it gives 175 or 225 or something yes you know I'm sure they have a finely tuned thing but honestly like maybe they or maybe they just need to better point out how you gain rep because besides the community feast I don't know where to go for like Tuscar rep I know there's two fishing fishing stuff yeah yeah, there's two fishing dailies to do to maintain the water. They're like the fishing hole, but like that's a hundred rep or something a day. Yeah, that's you're not getting anywhere fast with that. No, I think it might just be the
1: feast, Yeah, which would make sense because I mean, that that would align with the hunts too, right? Like yeah, maybe that's and there's
0: there. there's for Tuskar specifically. You can get like totems that drop from treasures. I've never seen one drop. I have no idea if they work or well, not.
1: There, that's for every rep. So, every rep has okay. its own rep token that you can then turn yeah. in for additional rep. And they,
0: I think they generally drop in the zone for that rep. So, right. So, like, um, I think the Tuskar one can drop from anywhere, but I don't know because, again, uh, I've sure. never seen one. Um, and then there's another Tuskar one that you unlock at like Renowned Six or 5 gotcha. that when you kill its like elite rares, um, will drop once a week something that you can go and turn in for like 250 rep gotcha gotcha very cool but again like i don't know where to go beyond that it's like (laughs) very short list
1: yeah but it's cool i mean hey we get to figure it out right like that's the that's maybe the fun of this one so that has
0: been actually a lot of the fun of the profession stuff and i that's another thing i'm curious how the profession stuff will hold up once we're three months in and like have figured everything out right yeah Um, because right now we're still figuring it all out like i spent last night partially making a spreadsheet to figure out how my skill points were working out and like whether i could actually get to the level i needed yeah um is it still going to be as interesting like am i still going to be enjoying professions in three months when we just know how it all works yeah yeah no i that i think that'll be
1: yeah we'll see how long this lasts this little honeymoon period lasts but I, i will say it is a it is a solid change to what we had, I'd say previous to previous yeah. to this. So yeah. But yeah. Uh, do you have anything else you want to go over? No, it's just that final good news of no more daily world quest resets. So I think I'm yeah. good. Yeah. It's, it's been a All good right. launch week. It's been an awesome launch week. So
0: yeah, I mean, I guess actually I have one final thing. Okay. I've read a lot of books. Um, obviously there is a the server issues that I mentioned. We've covered a couple of the different exploits Mm-hmm. There's a lot more. Uh, nothing like super, super game breaking. Like somebody probably there's a few people that got advantage in like crafting professions, and a few people that got like normal eye level stuff from rares that they were able to farm, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. But nothing like game breaking. But there have been a lot of bugs. At the same time, there have also been a lot of hot fixes, and yeah. a lot of the hot fixes don't get full blue posts. So yeah, I don't know. That's been an element of it. It's been a very, uh it's been a roller coaster for a week, where like yeah. you hear about some new thing that people have found, and like an hour later you hear that it's been fixed. Yeah, that's true.
1: I I did. Yeah, a couple of those like things you could get like perks from or or like yeah. loot from it were fixed very very quickly. So yeah,
0: but yeah, um, it's been a I, honestly like I was really excited for Dragonflight launch and so far I'm very happy with how it's played out. Yeah, it's I honestly
1: I would say it's it, it did not disappoint. Met my expectations. So I think it's like yeah. the
0: the thing you can you can hope for the most with stuff like this. So yeah. Yep. It's been a blast. Uh so yeah, I think that is going to wrap up the show for today. Um thank you all for watching and or listening and if you enjoyed this podcast, and you want to support it and the other work that we do over on the Peak of Serenity you can do that over at our patreon at patreon.com/peakofserenity and of course come and join the discord come hang out please be nice we've had some uh, some fights in in the brew questions areas
1: <laughs> this year has been fine what is co- i got pinged about brewmaster stuff come on
0: <laughs> uh it's uh it's that brewmaster is no longer a top dog and some people are having an existential crisis cuz like brewmaster might not be like the top raid pick and also one of the top dungeon picks. So like I'm being a little bit dismissive. There are like Brewmaster legitimately has problems and legitimately like could use further buffs. Um but also virtually welcome well, to Yeah. <laughs> virtually nobody is like going to run into actual serious limitations from that. Yeah. Yeah. so you don't get your plus
1: 35s done this week you can still do yeah. your weekly 15 yeah. yeah exactly um
0: yeah, yeah. although <laughs> alright we'll end the show but I will say going into Mythic Zeros with 50% stagger was an adventure that I do not wish to repeat
2: <laughs>
0: Nice. 50% stagger is That's... too damn low yeah that seems dangerous it was but that's it for the show this week thank you all for listening and we will see you next week
1: bye